I'm Jackson Licka, and welcome to this episode of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer podcast series. Today's program, Moving from Dabbling to Dedicated with a Precision Farming Business, is brought to you by Farmer's Edge. If this is your first time tuning into our podcast series, I'd encourage you to subscribe in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, or TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know. We'll make every effort to get it listed here as well. And by subscribing, that will allow you to get an alert when upcoming episodes in our 2017 series are released and a chance to go back and listen to our archived episodes. An invitation to mark your calendars for the upcoming Dealership Minds Summit on August 1st and 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited, and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. And another thank you to Farmer's Edge, proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centered tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at farmersedgeusa.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Well, growing the depth and scope of a precision farming business is often a daily challenge for managers tasked with those responsibilities. It's hard to plan beyond solving the immediate support needs of frantic customers to try and structure a more efficient and profitable department. But the first step in making a commitment to your precision business is having it on the same level as parts, sales, and service. I've heard dealers refer to precision as a necessary evil within their overall business plan and simply a gateway to increasing revenue in other areas of the company rather than making technology sales and service its own profit center. Though not an easy transition, it's one which Steve Kaufman, Integrated Solutions Manager with Prairie Land Partners in McPherson, Kansas, is making by putting the right pieces in place to properly staff and support the dealership's growing precision department. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast brought to you by Farmer's Edge, Steve shares his achievements and obstacles to developing a comprehensive precision business with the goal of providing an easy button for farm customers. I'm Steve Coppin, ISM for uh, Prairie Land Partners, nine-store John Deere dealership in south-central Kansas. We have the typical crops that you would have in Kansas. I'm not going to really go through that, but uh, what I will tell you is um, when we started our program, um, we, our CEO actually went to a summit and he came back and he said, are we going to continue to dabble in this or are we going to jump right in? And we sat down, we talked about it for a while, and we decided that this portion of the business, which you guys obviously all agree because you're here, was important enough that we needed to jump right in. But that, I mean, that sounds easier, easier said than done because it takes a huge financial commitment. 
and uh, we sat down and, and he decided that that's the direction we wanted to go. And, and um, I was managing a store at the time and uh, he asked me if I wanted to take this challenge on and I kind of thought about it for a while and, and I said, yeah, I'm willing to do this, Let, let's do it. I said, but let's, let's look at it a little bit differently than what it's been in the past and that is, and I think it was alluded to last night a little bit by Mr. Krill and that was, um, we chose to make this a, a senior level position and so uh, we wanted to make it equal to the existing departments we had. So as we created a fourth department, as we put a, uh, a dedicated manager in place, um, we, we were definitely going to make that commitment, and it was going to be financial as well as uh, moving resources around. So what we did is we, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we added three positions: an integrated solutions manager, a full-time agronomist. I brought on board, <clears throat> and then uh, I hired a, a kid from K-State to fill a, an area where we didn't really have a lot of uh, AMS and, and specialist support. Plus, we uh, we moved transition four current positions into this uh, department. Um, I hired an agronomist in November. We uh, researched the market for software, and we actually rolled a program out in February. Just a little bit about our program and, and the strategy behind that. Um, as we recruited um, the agronomist, you know, his his question was, well, what are, what are we going for? What What is your, your vision? And then you know, the whole vision and mission and, and what was our scope. And so we kind of, we didn't have that exactly figured out at the beginning, but with his help and bringing him on board, we kind of painted enough of a picture that it's something he wanted to be part of. What we wanted to do is we wanted to provide a turnkey solution for our customers that went from start to finish. Um, there were a lot of gaps for our producers. We had we had seed dealers that gave them good information that would help them a little bit, and we had service providers that would help them a little bit, and we had crop insurance people that would help them a little bit, but nobody would hold their hand, so to speak, all the way through the process. So that's the kind of data solution we wanted to provide. And so we put that together. We knew we had to have agronomic credibility, and I'll touch on that in just a little bit. We also wanted to link it to their equipment investment. We're an equipment dealer. We wanted to show the value of that equipment and what it could do. I mean, it was talked about earlier, but they've spent million, you know, thousands and millions of dollars in some cases on the equipment and the integrated technology, but did not feel like they were using it. And so we wanted to help them do that. Plus, we wanted to become an easy button for the customers. And some days I regret that a little bit, being too easy. Um, as we built our program, we sold it internally um, to our specialists. We sold it to our sales staff. We, you know, we, we dripped on our customers along the way. Um, just a little bit about uh, <clears throat> that portion of it, and that is we, you know, we, we did some, re, uh, some target marketing with our variable rate customers, and we did several meetings per store, two to three meetings to start off with. One little recommendation or nugget I guess I would throw in there is don't do meetings that are too big when you're throwing out and developing a program. Uh, we, we tried that and didn't work, so we went to four to five customers per meeting, even smaller. The, the take rate is, is much better um, as you promote your program. And, I mean, you can drip on it during customer clinics, but the small, small meetings are much better. Just real quick, our, our first year we rolled out, uh, we signed up 26,000 acres. We had about a dozen customers, and um, with uh, the seven guys we had in the, in the department, we kind of made that happen. Second year, we, we continued the meetings, continued the program, and we about doubled it, this for 15 to 51,000 acres. Um, we had a, a really a pretty good response from our customers. Uh, we did have one customer that chose to, he was a cattle guy, and chose to not 
uh, enter into the program the second year. Um, the other guys that didn't have all their acres in added acres, and then we added for the second year another 12 customers, 10 to 12 customers or so. Increased our revenue about 25% through the additional acres, plus we added a, a product of grid sampling. And uh, that's something that I, you know, it's been a good product for us. We partnered with a grid sampling company, and uh, that's really helped us along the way with our program and, and benefit to our customers. Okay, as far as uh, ret you know, retention and recruitment here, when, when we talk to our agronomists, I want to just talk a little bit about the advantages of agronomists. And I know that is, that's debatable depending on your, your situation and your structure, but for us it made sense. It, it added a lot of value to what we could offer um, for our guys internally that are on the team for retention because for I mean I guess retention to some extent because the agronomists we brought in could teach our guys how to speak the language better than uh, than they knew I mean I, I farmed my whole life kind of hobby farmed but I could not talk to a customer like the agronomist can. Um, they, they bring instant program credibility. They bring an, an agronomic knowledge that we didn't have as a John Deere dealer or, or none of my specialists had it as well. And so that's been a, a huge uh, portion to our program. And I think uh, when you go out there and you're considering that to recruit an agronomist, uh, <clears throat> you know, as even I'll get to this in a few more slides, but even the new the new people you hire on to have that um, the attribute of some agronomic uh, ability or knowledge, even CCA, would, would be the best. Um, the advantage of agronomist also, he links, he helps link the, the agronomics and to the equipment within our dealership. It helps our sales staff. We do training clinics quite a bit internally, which I know that's been mentioned, but we always have a portion for him. Uh, we do customer training clinics and he brings a different aspect to our business than we've had in the past and it's it's been beneficial we'll get right back to the program and hear more from steve but i did want to again thank our sponsor farmer's edge for making this program possible farmer's edge is proud to partner with dealers across the united states to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their Whole Farm Smart Solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Reflecting on Steve's discussion so far, he noted the goal of the dealership's precision department was to provide a turnkey solution for customers. This included a start-to-finish program that included both products and services. While this may not be the objective for every dealership, Steve says one of the problems they wanted to solve for precision customers was to simplify decision-making. Establishing agronomic credibility helped connect the dots for customers starting at their point of purchase, all the way through making sense of collected data to help improve farm management. As Steve noted, farmers are investing millions of dollars in equipment, and he feels a responsibility to help customers make the most of that investment. Let's get back to the program now and hear more from Steve Kaufman on how he's assembled and retained a reliable, well-rounded precision team.
We've adopted a strategy of account management within our program and the expectation for the specialists and the people that we recruit into uh, this department. And that is I expect them to be like trusted coordinators is kind of how I've, I've phrased it. Um, they need to be able to communicate with the customer, with the customer's trusted advisors and organize the meetings that we set up. We'll do a mid-season meeting at times. We'll do a end-of-year meeting. And so we'll have some customers that they want their seed dealer, they want their fertilizer provider. Uh, they, In one case, he, the guy wanted his crop insurance. And so we get those guys together to, to review the information, the data, and uh, the analysis of his his fields and his seasonal information. And uh, so they need to be able to communicate with all those guys and coordinate that information. The other side of that is when I talk about a trusted coordinator and when we recruit, um, when we talk about recruiting, I believe that they need to have some financial background. Um, I think it's helpful and I, and I know you touched on that, but for, for us to understand where a producer's coming from and the way he looks at things, whether it's equipment, whether it's inputs, whatever is in his operation to have a better handle on the accounting side of his farm operation. I think it just, it, it's another piece to uh, helping, you know, through the puzzle for, to help our producers figure things out so we can at least speak the language, not, not make a recommendation, just speak the language. Uh, we utilize <clears throat> a CRM called handle, which helps us keep track of uh, our customers along the way, whether we, you know, weekly communication with our customers is, is key some expectations and it's a benefit to the program. Um, I'll kind of go through this here a little bit quicker. Okay, so part of the retention um, that we have that I, and I think helps, and it's not all about the money, and I'm not gonna say that it is, but I think a combination of some, some team approach and making them feel like what they do is important is definitely a key to, um, and, and I like the incentives. So we have a base salary that we pay our guys plus incentives. And so since we've rolled out a, a data program that's on a per acre basis, it's fairly easy to track. And so all the retained acres, um, I'll pay an incentive on that. I'll pay an uh, incentive on new acres for the year. Um, we do some grid sampling, so there's an incentive on that. Those are all figured end of year plus a, a percentage of a team, team goal, and then also pay them a percentage of per hour uh, labor that they charge out. And so those are kind of the incentives. And I, and I think that's a retention tool. And I think it's a recruitment tool as well. Some, some people want to come in knowing this is what they're going to get paid. But if it's, it's performance-based, they have the ability to uh, or the flexibility to earn more if they work harder. Um, again, to recruitment and retain, you know, recruiting and retaining, I think having some established programs in place um, helps. You know, some of the, the students actually from the universities and, and coming out would like to know, well, what is what is the plan? How secure is your your department or your area and how committed is your company to this part of uh, the business? And the other thing that I think is fairly key is flexibility. And that was talked about here a few times. We have a call center. And as we all know, we get lots of calls in, in this world. And uh, so I have five guys that rotate on a call center and they, they take a weekend every, every fifth you know, weekend. And so I've got one guy that's been there 20 years and, and he's had a hard time not taking calls on a cell phone all the time. And uh, once we went to this team concept of the rotation, I literally made him, you know, I mean, he was in the rotation. I said, don't answer your phone. 
And so now, I mean, that was even a couple years ago. We've done this for about three years. Um, now he goes on vacation and he usually thanks me when he gets back and he says, man, it's just so nice to know I've got a team behind me that's got my back. And so that's been, that's been pretty huge. So, and I know the, the new guys or gals coming out of school, uh, the flexibility is kind of a key thing as well. So they're just listed a few things. Their performance incentive, team environment. Um, I, I challenge them to create. I challenge them to, to think differently than what we're doing today because there's always a better way to do it. I mean, that's, that's kind of why we're all here. And I, I want my, my team and, and the people in, in the, my group to, to bring new ideas to the table. And uh, we may not use them, but let's talk about them and let's see if it's something we can work with. And, and a lot of people, they like that. They like to use their ideas, possibly at least share them and see if it goes somewhere. The other thing is, uh, at least with the younger generation, um, I liked, they like projects and they like to be in charge of stuff. And so a lot of um, some of the younger guys that I have, I'll give them projects and say, go research this, bring it back to the group, you know, present it. And let's see if, again, if it's something we're going to utilize. So, and here is uh, kind of just a few of my thoughts on the next generation specialists. If I could, if I could paint a picture of the perfect one, they'd be a trusted coordinator. Um, obviously, they'd have agronomic understanding. I mean, preferably, they'd be a CCA. Um, the way we have it structured in our business, our agronomist does not walk fields. He's not boots on the ground. But again, he can speak the language with the customer and even with that customer's trusted advisor. We have lots of people in our program that also have a paid agronomist that that. Uh, so then we all sit, you know, they sit down together and have those conversations. It's 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 been good. Um, preferably a passion for farming. Um, they don't have to be a farmer, but they have to have a passion for this industry. Obviously, they're going to be tech savvy. I think that's probably a given. I'd like them to understand, like I said, the producer finances, have some accounting background if, if possible. And, you know, obviously we'd, we want them all to be teachable and coachable. Thank you, Steve. And those listeners who would like to see more coverage of his presentation mentioned during the program, please visit www.precisionfarmingdealer.com. Well, a big takeaway for me from today's program is the value of new precision hires having at least a general understanding of economics. Steve says he prefers staff to have some financial background to help understand and speak to the business objectives of farm customers. Being able to talk dollars and cents with farmers to integrate equipment, technology, and inputs can build confidence with them. And again, we'd like to recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program. So feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessitermedia.com or call me at 262-777-2441. And once again, if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this podcast series in iTunes or the Google Play Store to get an alert when future episodes are released, and also go back and listen to our archived episodes. Another invitation to mark your calendar for the upcoming Dealership Minds Summit on August 1st and 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Again, space is limited, 
and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. You can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our free e-newsletter. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on February 8th for the next episode in our 2017 podcast series. And be sure to look for continuing coverage of our recently completed 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Summit event throughout the coming year. For Steve Kaufman, Farmer's Edge, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Zemlicka. Thanks for listening.